Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome. This is Sharon Smith, and this is I Am Big Poetry Podcast. And I got here a spoken word artist, a book author, second book, Ooh. and also from the the Sacramento County area, but he's from Gulf. This is this yes. is a weird one. He's a wild one. I like to give you Garrison King Halsey the third. <laughs> what up, guys? How you doing, man? How you doing? It? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. Good to see you, man. I mean, I know it's been some time, man. I mean, shoot, mm-hmm. COVID has kind of put us in a kind of put us in a distance from each other. Yeah, but, exactly. But no, it's good to see you, man. And congratulations on your new book. So, what is the book called? So, um, the book is called Unsaid. Um, uh, that is again, that's my second book. My first book is titled The Father's Curse. Um, it, I went through a lot of different, you know, names as I'm sure a lot of authors do for their, for their books. Um, and I just feel like Unsaid was the best title for, uh, my book at the end of the day. So is this like a sequel to Father's Curse? Cause it seemed like Father's Curse and Unsaid kind of parallel each other. sounds like. Yeah. Um, I actually, I really wanted to, um, to have a, a poem by, uh, my I just couldn't really different experiences a little bit of growth from book one to book two. Okay. Okay. Well, we well we're gonna talk about see. I know you're moving and stuff, so we're gonna try to hopefully keep this all together and all that. Yeah. (laughs) But but I want to talk about um so you're from Galt, which is okay. basically basically from basically the edge of um the border town of Sacramento um county. I used to live in Lodi, so, so yes. we're we're basically we're neighbors. Yes, yes, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so how was the so tell me about your poetic journey from Galt till now? Um so I mean I I feel like I started writing poetry um, in middle school. Um, I, I thought they were raps, really, but I mean, you know, I never did it to a beat or anything. So I was really just writing stuff that rhymed and, you know, stuff that was weighing on me or whatever. But I kind of, I, I left it alone for a very long time. And if I'm honest, I uh, really got back into poetry when I went to college. They were doing poetry and I was like, you know, I could, I feel like I could do that. So the next year, I wrote uh, a couple things um, that I really liked and I performed it for the first time. And then, you know, after getting super positive, um, you know, reactions to those poems, I was like, I want to keep doing this. I want to want to keep getting like these type of reactions, this type of feedback and just having a place to like, you know, release uh, like just, you know, feelings and stuff like that um, through, through art and, and poetry uh, specifically. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't feel like that answers your question for Galt. Galt is, as you know, formed me in a way, but um, I don't feel like it had much to do with you know my my poetry career, if that makes sense. That's right. So I know, so I know you did move to Oregon, Portland, Oregon, yes. to Pacific University. Yes, yes. So, so you believe that? Do you see that as your starter for your poetic journey? Well, definitely, because um, again, the uh, the host of the. Uh, what do you call it for for the spoken word event the open mic um he was you know a portland uh poet and i think just the way he emceed the uh the event 
was really cool. And it was, it was again, just, I think, I think representation is everything. And for me to see, you know, a, a black man doing this and, and showing himself like, you know, like poetry is not just something exclusively for, you know, white people or, you know, uh, it, you can be vulnerable as a black man and, you know, step on the stage and tell how you feel and just express yourself in, um, a dope way and, and you can rhyme and have rhythm and all this stuff. Um, so I feel like, yes, uh, Portland was like that, that was a big part just because, you know, um, that's where he came from. He had a cool little, uh, poetry group out there, um, that I liked, but at the same time, it's like, I, I don't know if I, I would define it by, by, by cities. I feel like it was just, I I've always loved art. You know, um, I, I, I feel like I started drawing way before I started writing. Um, but it's just always been a good way for me to express myself. And just with my major, I was writing a lot anyways. So me just trying to write in a concise, you know, poetic manner just came out of, you know, probably writing all the time in general and just, yeah. Okay. Writing and art. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. So would you see that um, writing the book, the first book, was it harder than the yes. second one? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think, in all honesty, I feel like that's the great question, actually. Is it, was it harder to, I think, um, I don't know. Because with this, with this second book, I wanted to try to write short stories for you, including there. Um, and trying to make it concise and all those things and um, make sure it made sense. It was coherent, all those things. But with my first, so I, <laughs> with my first book, I wrote a whole bunch of poetry and I just did them at open mics and stuff. Um, and a friend was like, you know, you can self-publish uh, books. Like it's not that difficult. So all I felt like I had to do was like, Oh, copy paste. Like it's going to be that easy. But I wrote my poems um, for spoken word events, like open mics. So none of them were structured to read it in a way that like made sense, if that makes sense to you. I would just separate them by rhymes, but in a book, it doesn't come across how I wanted it to. So um, I feel like learning how to separate poems and edit poems was difficult in my first process, but for my second process, it was just um, kind of trying to be more poetic and uh, fix some of the mistakes I made in my first book from, yeah, going from one to two, if that makes sense. Yeah, because I just noticed that the book itself is set, uh, some s divided into sections like Lucky, uh, yes. Game, yes, yes. Nostalgia, mm -hmm. and The Curse. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, so, what, and I just see you basically gave Lucky your kind of your for forward of saying mm -hmm. if you're lucky. So, who's Lucky? Is Lucky just the persona or is there no 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 so lucky is a person who um who i was very infatuated with and uh our time just unfortunately ended a little bit short because you know uh sometimes things just don't um you know work out uh right right person wrong time type of thing mm -hmm. so i just felt i had a whole bunch to write about her and it just became uh she inspired a lot of poetry. So without her, I don't believe that the book would have, you know, come to completion at all. Um, my first spoken word event, I did two poems about her and they were both at least like five minutes long. 
So I just I had a lot to say about her. So um, yeah, they became. I feel like if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have some of my best poems. Um, Twenty two hours, which is my most practiced poem and one of my favorites in the book, and just favorite in my my heart. Like um, that one really inspired me to keep writing poetry because I always wanted to write something again as good as that poem. So. I, I felt like I had to dedicate the book to her because without her, you know, the book wouldn't have come to completion uh, at all. So, okay. yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So with so with the book itself, Father's Curse, I did notice yes. that you as you wrote as you wrote in the um, the prefix that this is not about my dad. No, it's about, no, 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 as you point out, it's about a lot of things that majority of it is um, tox- um, masculine toxicity, but a yeah. lot of things about love and other things that come le- together with it. And I, so I'm assuming that the father's curse is basically the masculinity, the toxic masculinity. Yes. I, I mean, that's how, that's how I would explain it. Like the, um, the toxic masculinity. Um, and I would, I feel like it, at the same time, it is kind of a specific to um to to black men um and i say that just because i feel a lot of black men have to prove themselves through like you know their sexual prowess and you know how good they are with the ladies or whatever that is and like i i feel like i mention it in the preface um i talk about my older brother and maybe my father a little bit but just um talking about how you were from a young age, like I was valued on, you know, how well I talked to girls, right? I would be six years old and, you know, my dad would be like, you know, you, you know, you can't talk to no girls like here, you know, you know, you can't get no girl. I'm like, I'm six years old. I, sh- I shouldn't be getting no girls. Right. But, um, I feel like, you know, that, that, that defined me and like my relationships for a long time. Right. Um, and then when I went to, to college and I started to learn about toxic masculinity, um, I started to learn more about feminism and things of that nature. Um, I was able to kind of deconstruct how how and why I treated women the way I did. Um, and once I saw myself in a different light and was able to be like, you know, this is not the type of person I want to be, I was able to break that down. And then again, poetry helped with that as well, like expressing like I, I can see myself as an issue, but at the same time, I also see myself as someone who is constantly working on that problem. and. I believe with my new book unsaid it's more of a development of like i've I've changed from that person you know um because in my first book i i used poems from three years prior to you know the book being published and uh, with my new book um so grown in you know things and how i I view myself and things of that nature okay so so with the book, I'm um, breaking down to Lucky, Nostalgia, Game, and the Curse. Just, yes. Is, I'm looking at Lucky. So Lucky's the person you know. Is Nostalgia mostly talking about back in the days? And is the game talking about how you try to live, you know, try to talk with the ladies? And is the curse basically representing what the game is about, about toxic masculinity? Well, that's so this is how I would describe it. I would say, you know, Lucky is definitely about, you know, uh, Lucky the person mm-hmm. for sure. Um, then the next chapter is Nostalgia Correct. 
Yes, nostalgia. So nostalgia is about, you know, other women, again, within that time frame, like, you know, in those prior three years, okay. that wasn't necessarily about lucky, but still, you know, some poems that really hit um, hit home with me and girls that, you know, again, were to the point like they inspired poetry. Um, game, I would describe that as, you know, because I feel like I like game just because um, I've always like, as long as I've known, like, like can think back like i've always been a sweet talker because again again that goes back to that whole thing like being young and your dad like you know you can't do it and you're like i i can and you try to prove it to yourself so i i feel like i've always tried my best to be a sweet talker and, and um i feel like game is just i was able to just like kind of talk my shit like you know this is how i spit game at you you know like i would this is how i would come at you like i'm trying to tell you you're this beautiful yada 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 um and then the curse, I would say, is just like, um, like just the negative effects of like kind of going into um, a relationship or a situation, whatever it is, um, not really thinking about the consequences of what it might cause, you know, like just going in it for, um, you know, to try to connect with the person and not even when you know that connection isn't going to, to last um, for however long they might think it is um but i feel like again like i said i feel like i've grown a lot i um i would also <laughs> i've been meditating for every every day for a little over a year now right so i've learned um a lot i've got a lot of in- introspection since then um and i really beat myself up uh because i felt like i was like hurting like the girls, like, you know, I would get out of relationships with. Right. But I realized at the end of the day, we are all people and my motives, I would say have never been to, to use anybody and, you know, just always put my, my, uh, my intentions out on the table. Like people know, like, this is what it's going to be. I want you to know, like, I'm not whatever, whatever it is. So, yeah. (laughs) It's all right. But no, so I so I know the book's coming out. You mm-hmm. got unsaid coming out on the August thirtieth, August twenty third, August twenty third. Oh, twenty oh, third? Because yep. I, I know it's yep. set on the thing August thirtieth. Uh-huh. <laughs> August twenty third. I, I will. I will be. I will be able to sell it like personally in California on August thirtieth. It'll be out. Um. On. I mean. I think. I believe it's available to order right now. Right. But I will be because I have already ordered my copies, right? Okay. I will have them in my hand personally on August twenty third. Okay. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and I see you're doing a little mini book tour. So you're going to Portland to throw the book out and stuff. We'll reconnect with some old friends. Um, anyone who you know, and you know, I th- I feel like I have friends of friends now. Um, that you know have got my first book, and you know they might want the second one. So just going up there to you know you know see some people I haven't seen in a long time, and you know hopefully sell a couple copies of my book. Okay, okay, I, I can. So, so are you? Do you have any performances yeah. coming up? Um, no, I do not. I haven't planned anything um, like that. No. Okay. Well, well, I do know that we do have um, Sacramento Poetry does have a Zoom. Uh, a zoom show that they do every monday and if you want to do my show we can mm-hmm. talk about that we can definitely do that man i mean again <laughs> i have i have books to sell and i have poetry to read like okay. yeah it's been a while too 
All right. Well, I do yeah. have some openings, and we'll, we'll be talking more about that. But I do want to say congratulations on your book. Uh, Thank you let so the much. People, let the people know where they can find you on social media. Okay. So my my social media is um, I have two. Um, it is G underscore photos underscore three. That's my personal page, and then my poetry page is G period poetry period king. Um, and obviously that is my poetry page. My book, um, again, they're both on Amazon. You can look them up, The Father's Curse um, and Unsaid. Um, it's easiest to find it if you type in Garrison King Halsey the third, um, just because, you know, not that popular. But um, <laughs> yeah, look that up on Amazon if you want to order it. If you are in Sacramento um, or, you know, just around that area, because um, I live in Gold, I'm pretty close to Sacramento, stocked in that those those areas. Um, you can always buy them personally for myself, and that's what I would prefer. Just because you know Amazon takes royalty if you buy it off of them, I get just a little bit more money if you guys buy it from me personally. But thank you so much. That's where you can get my stuff and where you can find out about me. Yeah, well, I do have one thing. I did mm-hmm. notice that you um are shopping a shirt. You shop a shirt called Inspire. Are you still mm, with that yes. clothing company? Yes, yes, yes. Inspire, oh my goodness, I, I, I love that company. Um, so Inspire is run um, by a friend of mine. Um, I met him, uh, I can't remember, it, it's been a little over, I, I would say like six or seven years ago, but I met him at, at a park just playing basketball. And, um, you know, he is one of the, one of the most genuine people I've ever met in my life. Like honest, honest to God, like super, super nice, super kind. Like he's the person who inspired me to meditate every day. Like I love this guy. Um, and he, he decided to start a a clothing company called inspire. And, um, basically, you know, he's just trying to inspire other people just to, you know, follow their dreams and do what they believe in. Um, but the greatest part about him, cause, oh my goodness, he's such a kind person. The greatest thing about him is he will consistently find causes to, you know, give money back to. And he has a very, his company is not that big. Um, I don't know how much money he makes off of it, but he always finds a way to give back to the community locally and, and, um, far, you know, um, he's done a whole bunch of, you know, fundraisers and things of that nature. And he just, he inspires me to be a better person myself, just because he's such an amazing dude. Just like, love that guy. Love that guy. One of the most genuine dudes I've ever met. So, um, support his, his cause, his clothing. He's a really good guy. Your money is not just going to some selfish person. that's going to put it all in his pocket. He will definitely give that back to help somebody in some way, shape or form. So yeah, please go check him out as well. Most definitely. I, I think I shall check them out. But yes, just let please. people know again, once again, and on August 23rd, August 30th, but 23rd. hey, both of them, it's coming out. The book Unsaid. If you haven't Unsaid. got that yet, go get the first one is Father's Curse. Father's Curse. Or get both of them. He's selling get them right both now. Of them. I got a deal. Two for 30. <laughs> two for 30. Yeah, I was going to tell him I think you got my yeah. two for 30. So uh-huh. yeah, get the book and let everyone know. Shout it out. Sack Stand Up. Your boy's yeah. coming back. I want to let you know. Welcome once again. This is Sharon. And this is Garrison. Peace. <laughs>